Hello and welcome along to World Cup Nuggets Daily, our regular podcast poking and prodding each of the 32 finalists taking part in Qatar. Joining me as ever is Adam Bushby. You all right, Ad? I'm good, mate. Very good. And you? Good. Uh, yeah, fine. Thank you very much. Uh, joining us as ever is the author of World Cup Nuggets, your World Cup Bible full of the weirdest and most wonderful facts about the tournament, Richard Foster. How are you, Richard? Very well. Looking forward to some poking and prodding. Good, yeah, especially the Portuguese. Uh, if yep. you need reminding, which you don't, you can buy World Cup Nuggets from our website, housingpublishing.co.uk. Be the envy of your friends in the pub for an entire month, or if you prefer, buy some for them so you don't have to talk to them. Um, today's Nuggets covers Portugal, whose second golden generation in very quick succession looked to be heading en masse to the last chance saloon. So for more on that, and firstly, our Portuguese Nuggets, it's over to you, Richard. So, like Croatia, uh, Portugal finished third on their World Cup debut, uh, and that's the best post-war performance. So, before, so we had uh, a few World Cups uh, prior to the Second World War, but since then, only Croatia and Portugal have actually finished third on their debut. In 1966, there's a chap called Eusebio, who you might have heard of. He scored nine goals in that tournament alone. And he didn't score any more than any others. And that's more than half of Portugal's goals in that tournament. So they only scored 17, and he scored nine of them. Comparison, Lineker in 1986 scored six out of 10 for him. But there aren't that many goal scorers who've scored more than 50% of their team's World Cup goals. I'm not going to go into it now, but I'm sure you know them all anyway. Um, <laughs> so this is the other fact that... It, I actually found this out today through the wonderful Duncan Alexander at Opta that Ronaldo has never scored a goal in a knockout match at the World Cup. Neither has Lionel Messi. Wow. Doesn't that blow your socks off? Yes, it does. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Just, I I, I had to check that because I thought, well, Duncan Alexander doesn't make many mistakes. I thought he's made a mistake. He must have made a mistake. But you look at it and they've never scored in a qualifying, you know, a knockout match. It's just remarkable. I've just checked the date and it's not April 1st, so wow. No, no, we're a long way from there. (laughs) It couldn't actually be further away from April 1st, but yeah, we're in November. Um, Yeah, so that, I I think as a nugget, I I can't claim it as I say, because I nicked it off Duncan Alexander, but there's no shame in nicking stuff off Duncan Alexander. Mm -hmm, A great man. Great I knew man. they weren't prolific, either of them, particularly. Well, Ronaldo scored quite a few across. Are they both heading to their fifth tournament? Is that right? This is the kind of accumulated, yeah, yes. accumulated goals over that time, but none have ever like really set a particular tournament alight, have they? No, I think um, Ronaldo's got seven. And I think Messi's got six. So, as you say, you know, they've, come, they've had four tournaments each. I suppose seven's not bad as it's two tournament, but you know, there have been many better goal scorers than that, you know, mm-hmm. from just Fontaine's 13 all the way down. Um, yeah. and that none of them won the golden boot or got anywhere close to it, actually. So, their group should we look at their group? Yeah, interesting. Start with Ghana, who they actually beat back in 2014 at the World Cup, then they have. Ad's favourite team, Uruguay. (laughs) (laughs) 
um, who they lost to in the last 16 in 2018, but Luis Suarez didn't handball anything in that game, I don't think. Um, they've got South Korea, and as we know, who've got a Portuguese manager, so there'll be a little bit of spice to that. Mm. And they lost to them in 2002, uh, but they have quite a good record against other Korean teams. They beat North Korea 7-0 in the 2010 World Cup Finals. And I'm, I'm again... I'm slightly overly excited by the fact that their next goal that they score will be their 50th in World Cup finals. Love a round number. Love a round number. So what what do you think about this group? Is it is it a, a walk in the park? It's not, is it really? No, it's not. Not really. No. I think, I mean, they, they didn't have the easiest run to qualify, did they? Um, no, they had that's come through the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, so not, yeah, it's it's a bit like United is kind of just the Ronaldo question hangs over a lot of things with Portugal, I think, because is, is yeah. he going to play? Uh, we were discussing before with, with injuries and stuff, you think he probably looks like he may he may start for them. And, does, you know, what does that do in terms of affecting the team that they can, they can put out around it? Because they've got some sensational players. Mm. But you've seen with Bruno at United, he's a very different footballer when, well, been, not been great this year, but very different football when Ronaldo's on the pitch. But but they do have an awful lot of talent in that team, at least Bernardo Silva and João Felix as well. So, yeah. But as we were also discussing before, that maybe their best bet for success is to just pick Man City and Wolves players. Is that right, Richie? Yeah, I think they could do that because um, there was the Premier League game where there were more Portuguese players than any other. I think there were twelve Portuguese players in the the match, which. Wow again, was a record. Um, you could actually pick a team literally from Man City. Also, you'd have Saar and Goal, Semedo, Diaz, Cancelo, Podent, Silva, Neves, Nunes, uh, Neto and Guedes up front. That's not a bad team. It's not a bad team. <laughs> but they're all from Man City and Wolves. Um, you know, maybe I, I would really like um, the, the manager, Fernando Santos, who is actually, just throw this in, he's the first to manage Portugal at two World Cups. So they've been at seven previous tournaments, seven different managers. So they don't muck about. You don't do very well, you're out. Mm. Um, I would quite like him to put Ronaldo on the bench and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Is he going to have a little strop and walk down the tunnel and go away? Or is he going to say, right, I really need to prove to this guy that I'm better? Um, it'll be interesting to even contemplate that. But Ronaldo, as we know, is on the way to the Lance Chance Saloon, but ahead of him, we've got Pepe. I was going to say, you can't possibly put out a team just of City and Wolves players because you, you couldn't pick Pepe to kick people. No, and that exactly. wouldn't be Portugal. Go, come on. Come He's on. 39 <laughs> now. He won't have much kick left in him. He'll walk about for a bit. Yeah. He's always got kick left in him, Richard. It's Pepe. Come on. Yeah, he Pepe. he sort of epitomizes the dark arts, doesn't he, Pepe? Is and I quite one? like him. <laughs> quite like he's a dark That's a horse. Polite way of saying dark it, arts. Think, yeah, he's yeah he's he's not my cup of tea, but I'm sure someone else would love his Darjeeling. He's yeah, a shit house. looking he's a shit at their group, um, they've got enough game changes in the in any side they can put out to to win knockout games. That's the thing with Portugal, but I. Yeah. They're ninth in the world, which maybe they should perhaps be a couple higher, but 
That's about it. So I think around the 16 or a quarters, possibly, mm. I, can't, I can't see him getting to a final. Can you guys? No, no, it's getting it's getting the mix right. Like I said, mm. I think I'd agree that they should have enough about them to get out of that group in some capacity and then enough about them to be competitive in a knockout for sure. But it's just the balance of the team, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've seen lots of talented sides uh, not make it. And for that reason, because they don't have the right balance. They haven't got, you know, the way to get through a tough game. And I think Portugal fall into that category where I think if they were under the cosh, could they produce the goods? Possibly not. Mm. Agreed. Well, I look forward to... Rob, what are the odds? Rob, they're coming scoring a hat-trick. Have you found mm. out the odds for winning? Uh, yep. Uh, they're not as long as you might think, actually. Twelves. Twelves and ones. So, again, mm. that's... May it may well have changed since since I really got that up, but I don't think they've been that affected by injury since that since that was published. So I'd imagine they're probably somewhere around the same. Mm. I think Jota will be a big miss for them. Yeah, right. Um, in that case, then Richard, we'll have today's uh, daily question on the Portuguese, please. So, on their debut. Uh, in 1966, they were three nil down in the quarterfinals before recovering to win five three. Courtesy of Eusebio's four goals against which team were they three nil down in the quarterfinals in 1966 before recovering to win five three? So who did they beat in that quarterfinal? I mean, to come back from three nil down and win five three, one of the more impressive World Cup turnarounds I've thought. Absolutely. Um, right, well, thank you very much for that, Richard. Uh, answers as ever on your World Cup daily quiz postcard, uh, and you can post that into us uh, or use something a bit more technology advanced as you see fit. Um, nearer the end of the World Cup, uh, we'll publish all the details in due course. But for now, uh, thank you very much, Ad, and thank you, Richard. Uh, and we'll be back as ever tomorrow with the next World Cup nugget. See you all soon. Indeed. Indeed.